object to have and to hold, to, as one reader suggested, take to the beach, or bed, or on an airplane. I thought this was a swell idea, and so I endeavored to collect entries to deliver to you like flowers to a mailbox. This book is meant to offer you the particular kind of satisfaction you have told me you experience in having someone put into words what you feel, too. It seems that E.M. Forster is now and forever relevant. What we need most is to connect. When we do, whether in sorrow or in joy or even in befuddlement, we feel better. Thank you for asking for this book, thereby proving that words matter and that bound works that you can have and hold and line up on your shelf do too. I hope Make Someone Happy makes you happy. Good morning. Everybody has days when we get up on the wrong side of the bed. This was such a day for me. I woke up grumpier than grumpy. So I clomped around for a while thinking about how I have to go to the stupid doctor today and we'll have to deal with stupid traffic and so on. Made some stupid coffee. Looked at the sofa where I usually do my morning meditation and sighed. Okay, got my stupid coffee, went to sit down and glared straight ahead. What I often do in these brief meditations is to think about what's beautiful and right in my life. I thought about my grandchildren, and the indicator needle jumped, but I was still squarely in the land of grumpdom. Then I thought about the fact that I was alive and healthy. Then I took in a deep breath and tried to empty my mind, as they say, tried to look out at nothing, but the cat was in the way, and the cat began scratching the carpet as she is not supposed to do, and she knows it. Gracie, I said. She immediately stopped scratching and rolled on her back and made her tail curl in a most amazing way. It sort of looked like a question mark. I watched her for a while, all stripes and green eyes and an enviable sense of bonhomie. She began licking her paw in preparation for washing her face, and if that hasn't cornered the market on animal cuteness, I don't know what has. Behind Gracie, through the glass doors that lead to the deck, I saw a little flurry of blossoms blow past, a kind of springtime blizzard. I saw a bird on the wire, just like in the song, and the wire swayed in the wind, and the bird cocked its head to the left and the right and stayed on. I saw that the blossoms on the old lilac tree in the yard had pushed open further. I saw a squirrel balanced on top of a very narrow fence, and he moved forward without seeming to have any sense at all that he would do anything but stay up and move forward. And here we are. Good morning. Emphasis on good. Decluttering. Yesterday, inspired by all the things I've read about the joy and freedom of decluttering, I began my own journey toward liberation. 
One project a day, I decided, and I attacked a closet. Out with the darling coat that I never wear, out with jewelry I never wear, out with scarves, etc., etc. There was one thing that gave me pause, and that was the dress my mom wore to her prom and entrusted to me. I've had it for years, the black and white, long, simple dress with a Chinese-style white silk jacket that I believe her sister gave her to wear over it. The gown is tiny, fragile, and I suppose most people would call it out of date, but I call it vintage, which equals fantastic. I've kept it and kept it, and I know full well that no one will ever wear it or want it. It's just something that once meant a lot to her, and there must be some DNA on there somewhere. But why am I keeping it? I asked myself.